Welcome to Better Together, a podcast designed to infuse unity into the Zion community. On every episode, we'll bring you stories, steps, and solutions that help us overcome our greatest obstacles and step into all this town has to offer. Thanks for hanging out with us today here on Better Together. Hey guys, welcome back to Better Together. Today, I am excited to dive into Zion Together, which is a community initiative that was started by two Zion Benton New Tech students. So I have with me Christopher Castellanos and Rano Pipes. Say hello, guys. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. What's up? All right. So we always start the podcast episodes with the weirdest question I can think of. So today, all right. If animals could talk, Ronel, what animal do you think would be the rudest animal? Um, I'm going to say a kangaroo. Uh, I just think they, they just really think they're better than everybody. You can just tell about how they walk. All right. All right, Chris. Um, if animals could talk, what animal do you think would be the most, like, hyperist, the most talkative animal? The most talkative? Um... I mean, it's got to be a squirrel, right? I mean, those guys are running around all over the place, I think. <laughs> I think that's good. So you guys are back from college and just had an awesome uh, launch of Zion together. And we are reaping the benefits of your hard work. And so today on this episode, I just want to talk a little bit about what you guys experienced before the launch. Um, what is Zion together, your hopes, your dreams for it, and then where do you want to see it go? And so let's talk a little bit first about what is Zion together? Why did you guys start it? And what is the need that you guys saw in the community uh, that really like sparked an idea of we have to do something to build our neighborhoods up? So I'm going to start with you, Chris, and kind of get your input. Um, so for me, the, the idea kind of started... Um, during the, uh, an internship with Sherry. And um, she kind of put the idea in my head. And it, I, I'd always uh, felt that, like, the community isn't as close together as uh, a lot of, like, my parents or my brothers would say. Um, and especially in, like, movies and stuff, too, you'd always see people, like, getting together in the neighborhood. And I would never saw anything like that ever. So um, I thought it was, like, uh, an amazing opportunity to, to make that happen. And I thought... Like, wow, it'd be awesome if I could actually see that in person. So that, that was like my, um, what I wanted to get out of the program. Ron Allen, what about you? Um, for me, it was kind of the realization that Zion is too nice of a city to be plagued with like such hatred between, you know, its, its citizens. So I decided like, why not? Why can't we try to do something about it? I'm a strong believer and you can do anything that you put your mind to. So we put our minds to it and we decided to do it. Yeah. And you say like, put your mind to it. And I know that uh, for listeners, they might see the outcome of Zion together and what it has turned into. But when you guys say, we just decided to do it, I know because I've worked with you guys that there were a lot of obstacles <laughs> that came about. Uh, when you say that, so it wasn't just this simple, we're going to do this. And two weeks later it was up and running. I mean, this was years and years of 
really diligence and intention of how do we build a better community. So Ronnell, I'll start with you and then you can pass it to Chris, but talk a little bit about just your obstacles and your experience in building this movement through our community. Yeah, it was definitely not easy to get to where we are. Um, I'm actually, you know, proud of how far we've gotten because throughout the entire throughout the entire initiative, the project, we we were faced with a lot of different, uh, you know, trials and tribulations. We had to we had to get approval for things. We had to get funding for things. We had to realize how we're gonna. Uh, get our, you know, get the word out. We have to figure out marketing. We have to figure out so many different things. And I think all the people that, you know, helped us, we had a lot of outside people come in and kind of help direct our path. Um, but easy is not a word that I would use to describe Zion together. It, it's very, very, it was very difficult. Yeah. Um, I think that the biggest thing that helped us out was, was, uh, I mean, definitely all the people that, that helped us out along the way. And then, uh, Luckily, because Sherry would just bring stuff up like, okay, today you're going to do talk to the uh, uh, newspaper. And today you're going to talk to uh, some radio people. And, like, luckily me and Ronaldo were always just like, okay, let's do it. And I think that was, like, the, the, the big deciding factor on, on why it, um, we managed to get this far is we never said no. And uh, we, always, we always kept uh, aiming for higher, you know? Yeah, and this question was just kind of on my mind while you guys were talking, but you guys were young. I mean, you were not in your 20s and your 30s. You were 16 and 17 years old at the time that this really took form. And so before we dive into, you know, um, what the movement is and your hopes and dreams for it, I just want to talk to maybe a 15 or 16 year old that's listening to this right now. And what would you guys say as a piece of advice to somebody that is young in the Zion community and wants to see it improve, wants to see it grow, has a vision on their heart that they want to see come alive? Um, I would say just don't let your youth be an excuse not to go do what you feel like needs to be done. Um, for us, it was like, we didn't let we didn't even think about how old we are. We thought about us seeing a problem and figuring out a way to fix it. And I'm not saying that it's a cakewalk. Again, it's not easy, but like Chris said, just sticking to it, just just staying with you know, staying with the plan, just going, just going. Is it'll turn out how you how you want it to, and even better, just like our case. Yeah, and um, I feel like sometimes it feels like there's not like a system in place, or maybe. Uh, you feel like the the teachers at your school aren't aren't won't give you the the help that you need, but uh, after meeting with so many people in this community that are willing to help out the youth, I I, f I truly believe that there's nothing that like you cannot do if you set your mind to it after after all of this. Yeah, and I'm just kind of curious, uh, Chris. You just said uh, this idea that you can do anything if you set your mind to it. But let's talk a little bit about those first few meetings that you guys walked into, and what were people's reaction when you guys were like, "Hey, we have a plan to bring Zion together." Do you guys remember uh, those moments? Like, talk about how you were feeling, and just maybe some thoughts you had going into those meetings. Um, everywhere we went. After after we finished, everybody said the same thing. I am surprised that someone that people your age are actually interested or willing to do something like this. And I, I kind of felt I didn't I don't know I felt kind of weird about that because like 
there are a lot of people my age and younger that want to make a difference. They just don't speak out. We were just bold enough to speak out. Um, but the feeling of being, it felt kind of, I felt kind of respected, you know, that they kind of felt like I was doing something that was better than what some other people my age was doing. So it, it kind of felt good to be, you know, looked at as, as you know, looked at uh, highly. Yeah, I think the, the meetings uh, always went, uh, they were always a little bit uh, easier to me because there was always um, a plan behind it, like a, a script or like um, ideas we wanted to get across. I think the most difficult part for me was going door to door and talking to uh, actual members of the community. Because it, it, it's, it's, I was, I've always been a little bit more shy than Ronel. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it's really difficult to just walk up to somebody's house, knock on their door, somebody you've never talked to, and then ask them to be a part of a, a, a team with you and 10 other people that they don't know or 10 other households that they don't know. And as you're going door to door or as you're going into those meetings, what would you guys say is one thing that you really learned um, throughout that process? Uh, I guess just that people are not scary, really. Like, it's not, it's not, they're not out to get anybody. They're just, you know, living their lives. And uh, they want to make friends, too, you know. I think everybody's just just a little bit too shy about it. Um, yeah, to kind of piggyback off Chris, I, I kind of learned that people are willing to actually get out and do something. They just kind of need a push. And, I mean, we were that push for a lot of people, you know. And that's that's really what we were kind of aiming for. That's good. And uh, Zion Together is still thriving. I mean, it's still moving forward. And so just the hard work that you guys have put in on the ground, uh, whether that's putting stakes into the ground for different events and going toward the door, I know that we're just like really reaping the benefits of it. And so as people that are now walking through this movement together, when you guys started and even throughout the process this summer and now being at college and seeing where this has gone and the shape that it's taken. Talk a little bit about just your vision or your hope for Zion Together. In a perfect world, what would this look like in five, maybe 10 years for you? Um, For me, Zion is going to be the best city in America, hands down. Um, All the neighbors are going to know each other. There will be no crime. We'll be perfect. It'll be great. We can leave our doors open at night, and we can leave our children with whoever because there's trust and there's love and respect throughout the community. Yeah, that's the biggest thing for me is um, just getting to know everybody, you know, like um, getting to know your neighbors and stuff like that. I think... uh, I would love to see it uh, grow out of Zion, but as of right now, I just want our community to get as strong as we can get it. That's good. And so I want to talk a little bit about things that you guys would say to specific types of people within our community. Um, So Ronel, to somebody that's listening that is terrified, terrified, terrified to talk to their neighbor, what would you tell them? Um, I'd say... For the sake of, you know, getting out, I say go get somebody that you're comfortable to be around and take them with you. It's There's strength in numbers. If you're comfortable with somebody, maybe they can make you comfortable with somebody else. That's good. And Chris, um, what would you say to somebody in our community that thinks they're too old to make a difference? I'd say you're crazy. Because, uh, um, I mean, especially in, in, in Sherry, Sherry's community, uh, there were a lot of... Uh, older people, (laughs) 
Um, and they, they, they became like best friends. I, I saw like a huge change in that community. And I think after seeing that change, it just uh, renewed like my vigor for, for, the, for the program itself because they, they, they really banded together and they became um, really inseparable after that. So, I mean, you're never too old to make friends, you know? Right now, what would you say to the person that is in our community has tried to make a difference in our community and has felt like they haven't um, maybe made an impact or moved the needle forward in any way? I tell them to try again. I mean, Zion Together, like we said, was not built overnight. It took us grinding and, and trying to trying to revise and make our whole idea better. We The original Zion Together is not what you guys see. Uh, this is, it's just years of just building and improving and taking constructive criticism and actually doing something with it. So don't give up that that's how you lose. Uh, try again, try better and, and get it out there. All right, Chris, last type of person. What would you say to the person that, uh, thinks they're too busy to make a difference in their community? Uh, I don't think realistically it takes too much time. I think uh, talking to people and uh, getting to know your community can be as simple as uh, a simple hello, and that kind of opens the door. And I think you, you can always spare a couple of minutes to, to get to know your neighbors and to have some fun, you know, relax a little bit. That's good. Well, guys, thanks for uh, just hanging out today. And on behalf of Zion and just the community as a whole, we just want to thank you guys and just for your hard work, because I know that setting this stuff up is not easy. And so thank you for hanging out with us today. Uh, any final thoughts? Uh, I mean, thanks for having us. We'd love to come back again, you know. Yeah, same. And um yeah, I love you guys. All right. <laughs> we'll have you guys back. Chris loves you. We love you. We love Zion, the community as a whole. So thank you guys for hanging out today. And we will see you back soon on Better Together. I, love you. I don't know, man. I wanted to end a, a personal <laughs> so note. Weird.